0: Hello, welcome to True Hoop with me, Gerard Hector, and Coach David Thorpe. Coach, our first True Hoop of the calendar year 2023. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Yeah, how was your, how was your break?
0: Break was good. Um, you know, did some nice Christmas uh, stuff with the fam. Uh, not really a New Year's kind of guy. I, I, I did that, right, in my younger mm-hmm. days. But now, crowds and... No, not into that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: not into any of that. Uh, nice dinner, nice wine, just, you know, perhaps a a scotch or a bourbon, but yeah, that's it. How about you?
1: Oh, I like doing all those things. Um, no, we, we, um, I, I hear you on the crowds thing for sure. And we'll talk about COVID in a minute. Like we still have a pandemic raging in parts of this country. Um, but my wife and I spent, uh, we went house shopping up in the research Mm -hmm. triangle area. And for this, for the second time in 11 months, saw Florida state lose to Duke at Duke. But it's still pretty cool to see her son running on the court and Cameron Indoor, and they uh, it's a it's a if you like basketball, it's a great spot. If people hate Duke, I don't I hate everybody, so I I, don't, I, I really don't have an opinion on anybody. Uh, I love how much they love basketball. I do. I love how much you know the kids there love the game. There's uh, because because uh, it was during the the holiday break, uh, you know the students aren't on campus, so they allow right. alumni to come back and sit in the student section as if they okay. were still students. So they don't sit down. Nice. There's 70-year-old men jumping up and down. They have the alumni <laughs> band playing. It's super cool to see. Oh, nice. nice. Men and women much older, that three times the age of the students, and they're super into it. Yeah, so as a basketball lifer, what's not, what's not to love about that, you know? <laughs> it's a beautiful area. Uh, we saw a bunch of homes and neighborhoods that we like a lot. And uh, I said to my wife, there was a, we were driving one day, and there's just a huge mural of Dean Smith
0: mm-hmm. near Chapel mm-hmm. Hill.
1: And I said, you know, it kind of makes some sense that I would spend some time in this state, in this area. I mean, yes. For yeah, sure. we saw Chapel Hill for a little bit. So, um, yeah, we had nice dinner and nothing, nothing fancy New Year's Eve with some really close friends we have. Um, but I'm not against partying on New Year's <laughs> Eve, but you're right on the crowd <laughs> thing. Um, we got we to gotta be a little careful right now, I think.
0: Yeah, it, it's just you know, for me, it, you know, being fortunate as I am and as you are, we get to cover the sport. We go to NBA arenas a lot, so it's not that I'm right. like crowd phobic. Right. It's course. just that if I don't need to be yeah. in one, I, I, I'm not going to voluntarily choose yeah. to, right? And so on New Year's Eve, on a night where people will tend to be a little bit more exuberant, shall we say?
1: Eh, I'll well, pass and on that. as we're going to talk about here with COVID, New York is is one of the hotspots
0: well there's also that um but i'm uh, glad you got to head down to the research triangle yeah. uh that's raleigh durham chapel hill yeah. for those of you that are unfamiliar with that area a lot, lot of cool stuff in, in yeah. that area um obviously you we mentioned duke carolina nc state right and then uh wake, wake know, forest isn't far wake, away wake forest is not too far away yeah. in winston-salem right so that's a that's a hotbed of 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 science and academic yeah. um research hotbed of High-level basketball talent yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, just a, a lot goes on down there. So, shouts to uh, Coach for uh, getting to spend yeah. some time down there. And, yeah, as far as COVID goes, it's not just in New York. It's really nationwide, right? The the What's happening is is that we have adopted, and it's because this is what is presented out by the powers that be, all right, time to get back to normal, right? Everybody goes back to work. Everybody going back to doing what we got to do. Pandemic over. We have to move on with our lives. And there is a segment of, yes, we do need to move on with life and do the things that we need to do. But we also need to be mindful that, hey, man, this thing is still here, right? Um, The current variant that's out, it isn't at the height of what Omicron was, but it is still at a very, very, it's still infecting people at a high rate. Hospital rates, um, uh, hospitalizations are high here in New York City. Um, You can see, and you know, You're not getting information from the CDC, so anybody's interested in this stuff, I encourage you to follow Eric Topol on uh, Twitter, um, who's the head of the Scripps Institute, follow the World Health Organization, people that are still putting out information about, hey, look, we're not saying hide in your bubble, don't do anything, but, yo, newsflash, (laughs) like, this is still happening. I
1: I have a lifelong friend, uh, both her and her husband I've known forever, and um, my wife and I are lucky enough to be invited to her daughter's wedding in February. And they they live not you know thirty minutes or so from us, and her daughter uh, and son in law, future son in law, both uh, uh, PhD doctors working at MIT area. They they both they met at MIT. Brilliant, brilliant scientists. And her, her daughter has an immune uh, issue, immunity issue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, they were masking way before anyone else was masking because her fiance is has a PhD in virology, <laughs> so he knows. All right. Wear a damn right. mask. I don't want my fiance to get sick uh, from whatever right. this freaking COVID thing. This was three years ago. And my friend is is worried that this one, she has three kids, two sons, and a daughter. And this is the first wedding. And uh, she is very nervous that her daughter's going to be really sick or lots yeah. of friends and family can't come to this special occasion yeah. because this, yeah. you know, it's like if, if a bunch of guys on your team have the flu, don't be in the locker room with them. Well, right, this is like right, the right. whole country is catching the flu again. The good news is, for I don't want anyone listening to this being worried, uh, I have a lot of senior citizen friends, I mean, people in their 80s through uh, my dad's uh, sister is so alive, she's 87, they've all had COVID recently. They all made it. They're fully <laughs> vaccinated, five shots in, but they all got COVID. At a very similar time, they live near each other in Miami. This same variant, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those that are unvaccinated, which is We're going to get to that with a certain Mm -hmm. guard for the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Right. That's the concern. Not that he would get sick so much as who is he going to pass it to? Uh, If you're unvaccinated,
0: you're going to carry more virus load and viral load. And
1: yeah, we have to be worried about this kind of stuff, in my opinion.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we still mask up out in public when we go outside and do anything. If we go to the store to pick something up, like 100%, like in our building, like in the elevator, we're always masked. Like any... Just because, hey, it's, we know that masks work, right? And being vaccinated, as we all are, with all the up-to-date uh, boosters. Look, the, you don't want to have this thing perpetuate. And not to mention, this is also flu season, cold right. and flu season. You got RSV out there. There's just all right. of these additional A things lot of to sickness attack your there. immune system. A lot of right? illness. And we, we see it and in the th- NBA, too. Well, I was just going to yeah. say, and in the NBA, uh, if you guys have been paying attention, If you look at injury reports, which, you know, as you know, here at True, our our mission is to, you know, uncover truths. We're not saying anybody's lying about anything. All we're saying is, huh, this is interesting. A lot of injury reports for teams, you're seeing a lot of guys out with, quote, non-COVID illnesses, right? Now, when they say non-COVID illness, you're to assume it's a cold, a regular garden variety, flu, what have you. And it's it's just about every team has had at least one person with it um, uh, so far in the last you know, six to eight weeks. And it's just something to be mindful of and pay attention. And coach, you talk about all the time. We talk about on the show. In this league with this marathon season, storms come, right? Yeah, we, that's, just, that's just how it goes. Storms of your own making, which problematic, right? Like you can not have those. And the ones that you can't control that are going to come regardless, right? And so this idea of, hey, the, there's a new variant out there. That's one of the ones you could potentially control. Everybody be vaccinated, do the right things, follow all your protocols, do what you have to do so that you don't have this thing come and impact your team. Now, you mentioned uh, a team in Brooklyn that we really haven't talked about because at the beginning of the year, you said, we're making a deal. We're not talking about this team unless they decide to be serious. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm with them. And we haven't. David, the Brooklyn Nets are the hottest team in the yeah. NBA right now. Winners of 11 straight, 15 of the last 16. I want to say 18 of the last 20. Um, they have been playing excellent basketball. There's so many areas to cover uh with, with what they've been doing. I'm just gonna give a couple quick things. Overall, they're fifth in adjusted net rating, fourth in adjusted offensive rating, tenth in defense. I mentioned 14 and one in the last 15 in that time frame, number two in net rating, number one in offense, number six in defense. Just as a sort of top thirty thousand foot view before we drive, dive deep, what are you seeing from Brooklyn over these last fifteen to twenty games?
1: Yeah, so we talked about this on our, show, our call this morning. Uh, when we did our last show, if I remember right, and I said, who, you know, who wins this proverbial mm-hmm. championship? Um, if you did it just right now, I said, I'd, I'd pick the Nets. There's no drama going on with them. Uh, they're shooting the lights out. I looked it up. Last 11 games, I think, they're at 43% leading the league. Uh, no, No big surprise. They have a lot of really good shooters. And they have the kind of playmakers that create great shots for others. Uh, they are, I think, I think they're playing harder on defense and they're more accountable when when they need to. I, I don't think they're flying around everywhere all the time. I watched them play Charlotte this morning uh, on Synergy. And um, I mean, Mason Plumlee had 22 points. He had some easy, easy baskets. Durant didn't really want to fuck with him too much. Uh, which I wouldn't either if I'm KD. They, they, I think he would have had they been down four with three to play, but they mm-hmm. had a nice double-digit lead more or less, and so he didn't really care. And I, I don't think KD was wrong for that. Don't waste your energy. The Charlotte was never going to beat you. Um, but when they need to defend, they were blitzing LaMelo some. They were pretty effective at that in terms of effort. And uh, my guess is uh, it's, a, it's a coaching thing. Jacques yeah. has got yeah. them – uh, believing and, and competing and he's holding them accountable at least to some degree mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, they've also gotten healthier you know, Yes, you know That's a big part of it uh, uh, TJ Warren really knows how mm-hmm. to play He he's not mm-hmm. shooting great from three he's right. playing well I think on both ends mm-hmm. and Joe Harris is back and so mm-hmm. what a surprise guys that really know how to play <laughs> are playing <laughs> Instead of nothing, David Duke isn't playing anymore. And those guys, right. Class gotten much better. You know, Those reps have really helped him. Yeah. And so, yeah, they've got one of the best players of all time right now, right now, Kevin Durant's Mm -hmm. one of the best players of all time, right? Mm -hmm. LeBron isn't LeBron's an all-star, but KD Mm -hmm. is one of the best players of all time right now. And over the course of game and game out, you know, LeBron has moments here and there. Uh, And Kyrie is an all-star. So you put Mm -hmm. those good players around those guys and give a a coach that's really working, holding guys accountable, and guys are competing. And I think now they're starting to believe, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. hey, like they're. I think they're thinking, boy, if we just commit to this, that we got a chance to be a top four seed, and we're not, we're going to be hard to deal with the playoffs because we have Durant. I mean, he really is cheap that that way.
0: Yep, that's a huge thing, Coach. You mentioned belief and accountability. That's the biggest thing. Jock did something uh God, maybe like six weeks ago now. He posted uh every guy's in in, in practice one day their uh box out rate. Um, every team
1: tracks that, by the way. I mean, down right. to college too. Mm-hmm. You're tracked yep. on everything. Yeah.
0: And dudes were embarrassed at their numbers, like not looking great. And he's like, look, we're not a kind of team that we've got one guy's gonna gobble up 17 boards. Like, that's not how we got a gang rebound. We have to, and to your point about holding guys accountable. They bought into that, right? So guys are now, no, I got to get my number up. This is pathetic. And they talked about it. all the post games like, I hated my number. They wouldn't say what their number was. Like I, I wasn't good, right? And as you always say, coach, these guys are professionals and they will take being publicly challenged by their coach and will take that to arm. like, no, I got to be better than this because this is, this is, you know, this is my pride. This is my profession. This is my craft. And guys have taken, taken that accountability on as a squad. Um, they're giving effort, requisite effort where needed. You mentioned Nick Claxton. His improvement this season, fantastic. He is playing like an all-NBA defensive player. Like he will make one of those three teams this year. Um, he was a big reason why in that Bucks win uh a week and a half ago now, Giannis struggled from the field. He played him really well. Um, he's just he's active, he's a live wire. Coming out of Georgia, this is what Sean Marks thought about when they drafted him. Um, and they're finding ways to play him. And Simmons together, two non-shooters, and still have plus outcomes on the floor despite them being two non-shooters. And Claxton's ability to switch one through five, humongous.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I on the flight home yesterday morning, um, I watched ESPN uh, the uh, the the U part two. Mm-hmm. So this is the story of you know I bet the, the Miami Hurricanes first were building with Jimmy Johnson. I was coaching high school mm-hmm. in the eighties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he recruited players of mine that played football that no one else was recruiting. And he was at Miami And because they were super fast and, uh, and really hungry. And so I, had, I knew Jimmy Johnson was brilliant. And I was right because the guy was unbelievable at Miami. And then they crashed after all the things happened. They lost all the scholarships. And so watching these, now it's, these are, I was telling my son about the, the documentary. Ed Reed is a oh. legendary figure, right? Oh. Jeremy football like was an unbelievable i don't know how it was in the nfl i don't follow i thought it was good unbelievable (laughs) college tight end one of the best of all time like these dudes they they just willed that team and so there was this this, and i don't know if you've seen this documentary oh yeah i think i've seen both of them you have to watch it. it's two of the best they've ever Mm -hmm. done that guy's corbin i think his name is amazing billy corbin yep he's excellent so there's a great scene where ed reed basically separated his shoulder and they were trying to fix it in, the, in a bowl game. And he, he, they show it on video. They have the video from that game where they're asking if he's hurt. And he said, yeah, yeah, I'm hurt. And, and then he just hammers his teammates about, we got to fucking play harder. We didn't come to here for this, whatever. Well, I thought about KD watching. That is not what KD does. Boy, mm-hmm. if he did, by the way, dudes <laughs> might just become the whole. Like, imagine KD, yeah, I'm hurt, dog. Let's fucking compete. Imagine what that would do when KD, Mr. Passive, the silent assassin, does that. But I think his level of play has forced these guys to just take it another level because I can't let this man down. I don't want to be the reason why, and this is how players sometimes can think, I don't want to be the reason why he loses. So I got to go in early tonight. I got to not have that Coke, you know, Coca-Cola. I mean, I've got to not mm-hmm. skip voluntary shooting today, which happens mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not missing anything because I can't let this guy down. So that's part of the belief is, mm-hmm. and, and as I say to players all the time, if you only allow yourself to identify as a shooter, you have failed because you're going to be lucky to make four of 10. Right. And so that means the other six times you're letting your team down because you think you're not contributing. And what a great feeling it is when your team wins. You know you set three great screens in the fourth quarter. You took a charge. You did a great box out. Your man wasn't involved. You saw their big running to the rim uh, for a tip dunk and you boxed him out. That doesn't show up in the box score. You're doing. Everyone's contributing that way. Mm -hmm. And I think it starts with Jacques. And you know, no question in my opinion, with coach. And also, I said this to you guys this morning, too. When I talk to people who connected to the league, they respect the Nets organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sean Marks and Andy Burtzong will run the team. They, 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 these guys, they run a good program. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, Kyrie is enigmatic, to say the least. Mm-hmm. I give them, if, if you are going to survive Kyrie, it, you're going to have to have a stable franchise. And I think this is evidence, even if they don't fall yeah. apart later, it could happen, but you would right. never You would Charlotte would never even get anywhere with him. Right. A lot of other <laughs> franchises and, and he's doing his part and see. And yeah. And, and you know, Gerard, people want to say Kyrie gets a bad rep and the vaccine You look at You know, if you're a Trumper, you don't trust the vaccine to begin with, but I'm sorry. COVID wasn't around when he was fucking up the Celtics.
0: Correct. And he, yes.
1: When he wanted to leave LeB- Cleveland, whatever. Right. Like, he brought right. this on himself. But it's nice to see Correct. a drama-free Kyrie, a drama-free Nets, and they're racking ass because of it.
0: Uh, without question, you mentioned, yeah, I mean, with Sean Marks and Andy Birdsong, and the Nets are, without question, a stable franchise in that regard, yeah. despite all the craziness was happening this summer, right? Remember, Joe Side came out and said, all that aside, we're sticking with Sean And who I got here, right? The owner made that clear. He he must he
1: must know there's some real confidence there, Gerard. Because it'd have been super easy to pivot.
0: He's easy to just be like, all right, let me get rid of all these guys. So they're there, the team is winning and they're playing hard. And look, let's not, you know, talk about Claxton being better. Durant is playing like an MVP level player. Like that, that when he's doing that. It, to your point, David, everybody else is like, well, I, I can't not play at my high level or else this is right. I'm gonna be the and, obvious and, person and, here, causing a problem. Right.
1: And Gerard, I just thought of this when you were saying that. Uh you also can't complain about shit yeah, With, right. offensively. That's Kevin Durant. Like mm-hmm. if you're not if you're not getting a shot and, and it's just some nice NBA starter getting them, you're gonna complain. But mm-hmm. not when it's KD or Kyrie. Yep. You're just you just yep. know you're not as good as them. They're they're it, it'd exactly. be like Uh, uh, the the number two pianist uh, or composer for a royal court when Mozart booked the gig. (laughs) Like, yeah, Mozart booked the gig, right? Exactly. Phil Mickelson, sorry, you grew up when Tiger was playing. Like, you're lucky to had a couple scraps. (laughs) This is KD and Kyrie. You know, shut the (laughs) fuck up, play defense, pass the ball, cut, move, race, play, you know, fucking compete, and then you
0: get a chance to celebrate, too. Exactly. And they're seeing the buy in from those guys defensively Katie's having his best defensive season metrics wise of his career this year um like it's just you can just see it right they are they're they're bought in and here's the other piece that I was looking at coach last year when they got swept by the Celtics um in the first round. one of the things that Durant said was like you know we're we're not very big on the wings we're small yeah, remember Joe Harris was out all last year, so they often had to play a lot of lineups with Kyrie on the floor with um Patty Mills, who's also six foot, barely, with with sneakers on. And Bruce Brown, who maybe with shoes on, is 6'3", 6'4". Is he that small? That's three three small people, right, on the floor against these massive alpha predator wings. Now, the people I'm going to mention right now, I'm not saying they are the greatest people in the world, all lockdown defenders, but they are considerably taller than the people (laughs) who I just mentioned. Ben Simmons, Yuta Watanabe, TJ Warren, Royce O'Neal. Smallest guy in that group is O'Neal at six six, Warren six eight, 6'9", six eight six nine, Ben Simmons is six ten. Well, as Coach Thorpe has always told me, hardest thing to do in this league is consistently score over length. Much harder to score over that than it is six foot one, right? It's like shooting over a chair when you're when you're uh, a wing. Hey, hey, Tari, I think that size didn't helps them?
1: did KD talk about this this season, not last playoffs? <laughs>
0: and also this season yeah there the guy, was a
1: there was a time where he was just asked and and he was just saying we're we're just little like we're really? little guys trying to box out big guys yeah Nate, Nate McMillan and, talked about this the other day uh because yeah. they try to guard their center on LeBron and so right. they had nothing for the Lakers center Thomas Bryant because they were just little everywhere DeAndre Hunter didn't right. play
0: yeah you cannot coach size you are you are what your height is that's just it and remember, all those guys I mentioned were out. Warren didn't start right. the season until November. He was coming back yeah. from injury. Joe Harris was all out. That. But now he's 6'6. Right. He's 6'6. Yeah. Now they're all getting regular rotation minutes. Yeah. That means they, they don't ever have a, a position where it's Kyrie and another six-foot guard on the floor ever. It's like, no, no, we got no problem with that. And when you watch them switch, and if Kyrie gets caught on a big guy, the nearest big to him scrams him out of there immediately yeah. and sends him somewhere else. So they get that's, on that big. That's coaching and
1: connected a connected group. Who I was—we were talking off air, Gerard, When you brought that up to me, um, that's just saying, "Hey, we're we're not going to even ask Kyrie to guard those guys." So th- that takes an awareness and a willingness to do it, and there's the a timing involved. You can't do it at the wrong times. That's good coaching. That's why I say it's yeah. a coaches' yeah. league as much as it's a players' league. The, the, yeah, the, sure. We've seen that because they had KD and Kyrie to start the year, and they Correct. Suck. And Steve Steve Nash, it just didn't work. It doesn't mean Steve Nash can't coach. He just couldn't coach them anymore. Yeah.
0: No, it's, this team is, is playing excellent basketball. So the fans in Brooklyn are happy and they're, they're home to, for San Antonio. I believe tonight then I'll start a road trip. Um, You know, and I think this will be, you know, another sort of sign and test. Like, okay, let's see how things are going. They've had some big wins. They've beaten the people they are supposed to beat in front of them. And as you said, with the parody in the league this year, you've got to get wins where you can get them, right? There may not be another time where you're going to be able to run off 11, 12 games in a row, right? So if you've got Charlotte, San Antonio, and some of the Detroit coming up on your schedule, you better beat these people because every week is going to be something. If, something if you, come in your Gerard,
1: way. so you follow the closely. If you had to pick a team from, uh, let's pick two teams, one from each conference, mm-hmm. that, that if you gave every player true serum that was in the playoffs, who do you not want to face in the finals? Who do you think those two
0: teams would be? Hmm, I would say even in the East, even still, despite their shitty record, with a healthy Steph Curry, I don't think anybody wants to see Golden State. So Golden State in the West. I, I still, yes, and, I still think they would. Say and how about the East? State. And in the East, look, it's a toss-up between Boston and Brooklyn. I'm going to say Brooklyn only because, damn that Kevin Durant's a motherfucker. <laughs>
1: I, okay, I would have said the same two teams. Yeah, that's right? exactly what I was like. going to say. Uh, uh Golden state because of what they can do offensively and what and they, they have history and we've what seen they've it. done so many times before. <laughs> and if they make it to the finals, that means they figured some shit out, right? Correct. Same thing here. You get you get Brooklyn to the NBA finals. That that dude, yeah, Kyrie's yeah, yeah. good. Won a championship, well, of but but at, at the end of the day, it's they they're going to get a better fourth quarter look than us because. They have Durant.
0: Uh, I was looking at his advanced metrics. The yeah, other they're day. ridiculous. He, I mean, his first of all, his shot—he is the best tough shot maker in the NBA. Like, they're like, okay, his quality of shots really difficult, right? Like in terms of contested twos, but don't well, matter. Like, okay, I'm gonna argue with that, but not <laughs> for reasons you think. Uh, okay, it, they're
1: just not that tough. Well, well, for him,
0: right. yes, yes, right. yes. For human beings. In, these, in, in the category right. of, yes, <laughs> difficult shot. <laughs>
1: he, he's, he's just, he's got that length and where he puts the ball yeah. when he shoots it. His, yeah. you know, one thing no one ever thinks about this, but people like me that have to teach it for a living, um, Your the timing of your shot, the release of your shot uh, is, it's almost instinctive. I, I really, it's not easy to teach this, Gerard. Bernard King was a genius mm-hmm. at when he could release his jumper, uh, depending on where the defender was, and it didn't matter to him. He could do it at different times. Some players are like a metronome. As soon as they go into their shot release, you know exactly when it's going to go off to the to the millisecond. That's not the case with some of these other guys. And, and when you factor in his size and length, you, you can't contest him. A- almost mm-hmm. ever. Obviously, there's exceptions. Right. And right. so, yeah, I think that... Um, I, I agree with you. I think that yeah, they, the way Brooklyn's playing, and uh, if they get to the if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, it means they've beaten a Boston or a Philly, one or the other, well, right? Or Milwaukee. Right, or Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah, they got one of those teams. They've solved some problems. Patty Mills is not mm-hmm. playing well for them. Actually, nope. his metrics are nope. bad, but that can change. Um, yep, for sure. Cam Thomas is in his second year. He's got mm-hmm. time to develop. Claxton should only get better. Ben Simmons yep. should only get better.
0: Well, I was just going to hit on that. If they make it to the conference finals or NBA finals, that means Ben Simmons has figured some things out too.
1: Yeah, probably. So, Um, yeah, I think uh, we got to pay attention. Listen, I I won't lie. Um, I don't root for anyone typically ever, but I'd love to see those guys ring off 25 straight for KD. KD, to me, he's always been unhappy. Let me rephrase that. He's been unhappier than he should be as one of the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, that is, that isn't unique by the way to, I mean, Mozart wasn't happy, right? Uh, uh, Freud had his problems. Einstein had his issues. Mm -hmm. These are brilliant people. Durant's such a brilliant, talented player. And you know, I want to add this too. It's, we're in a really cool place right now where we've got, uh, we've got some of the old timers. LeBron just had 47, right? Mm -hmm. Look what KD is doing. Um, Harden's an all-star level player for Houston, not all NBA, uh, Curry still doing his thing. Yep. Um, it's nice to see that. Meanwhile, here comes Luca. Here's Jokic. There is Giannis. Who's not quite as good. Here's Tatum. Here comes some new guys coming. We'll get to them later. And the yep. old guys aren't ready to give up the crown just yet. And so, so it makes for a parody filled league. You've got everything.
0: It's awesome. You know, the, the top 10 in EPM is, you know, who you would think it is but the three dudes that are the old-timers that are still in there and not just like hanging on like still in there and doing well he's hurt now but curry Durant, who you mentioned and Damian lillard right like still Damian, up there right like, do uh,
1: right still Absolutely. doing big things yeah. right
0: these guys still matter in this league so all good super excited um to watch what, what happens in brooklyn the rest of the year all right coach you mentioned just now you know we got some some youngsters uh, in the league, and I kind of want to talk about potential first-time All-Stars. Now, here's the challenge with that. All-Star rosters are only 12, 12 deep, right? So you got your five starters, seven reserves. There's also the element of All-Star Game is, as Coach Dorf will tell you, he doesn't care about it. All-Star Game is for casual fans and for people who like TV shows and famous people because that's who gets voted right every year or famous people, even when maybe they shouldn't be on all-star teams anymore because they're not that good. Right. But that's just the nature of how we do things here. So the most famous people in the NBA will be on all-star teams. Right. So that's your LeBron, your Kevin Durant, your Steph Curry, but by the way, Steph, LeBron and Katie all deserving. deserving right. Okay. Now there's only going to be seven spots left for reserve guys. And then will be way more than seven guys in yeah. each conference who are deserving. But I kind of want to talk talk through some guys with you who I think, man, this guy's really good. I hope he makes a team. I don't know if it's going to happen. First up, from Indiana, Tyrese Halliburton. So this guy was drafted by the Sacramento Kings. We know what, how we feel about that organization—not very good. Although playing better yeah. basketball now these days, so kudos to them. They trade him in the uh, when it's a bonus deal. He goes over to Indiana with Rick Carlisle. He leads the league in assists. He is shooting 40% from three, not on like two threes a game, on seven a night. I mean, he is making shot that funky shot. It looks crazy. It don't matter. It's going in. He is playing awesome. And the Pacers, who, look, we all said Victor Wembanyama sweep six. Sweepstakes. They're three games above 500. They're a top six team. They're in the playoffs if it started today. And Tyrese Halliburton's got to get a lot of credit for that. Uh, you went away. I'm back. Oh, there we I go. Pressed my mute <laughs> by my
1: mistake. Um, he, I would give him the most credit. He's. Uh, he, well, I'm writing about him this week, so I'm not going to say too much now. Other than to say that he's just transformed his game into a, an elite scorer. He was always a great passer and decision maker. He's really figured out a way to score at the rim, which he's not a great athlete. And from three, which you were talking about, and he, and a lot of those. In fact, I would argue his he, shot selection isn't great. He's young. He's 22. Like, he can, at 25, if he gets a little bit smarter about his shot selection, he can even be scarier. But, yeah, he's amazing. And so, right, so just your point about first-time All-Star, do you take him or Harden? <sighs> the TV show wants
0: Harden. The TV show wants Harden. But The TV Tyrese show wants Harden. This year. I, I, I He is. So Philly, Philly's well, a better team. Tyrese, David Thorpe, top five in offensive EPM yeah. in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. So, yeah. by numbers, it should right. be Halliburton, but the TV show is going to say James Harden. Right. So, this is, again, these are, these are the challenges we right. have to go through. All right, ne- next guy up. <laughs> it's funny we mentioned it, because he's part of the deal. De'Aaron Fox in Sacramento. The Kings are playing well. He is playing. I mean, he is so fast with the yeah. ball in his hands. Like, oh, my God. Like, this guy can attack. And Steve Kerr said this about him. If he's hitting threes, well, now you got problems. <laughs> because... He- <laughs> You gotta. You could be like, all right, let me sag under. I'm not worried about that. But if I gotta go up over the top of the screen now, he's gonna dust me. And, and what
1: I didn't look this weekend. What's his three percentage up to now?
0: I have not looked. Let me look at yeah, it now. Time the um, ducks. You can do ducks and threes. It's yeah, and pull up ducks and threes. Because right was now. he
1: was shooting his best ever.
0: He is shooting. Uh, it's dropped a little bit. Yeah, he, he's, he's not been shooting as
1: well lately. 34. Yeah, percent He was up like 38 at one point. Yeah, he's not yeah. playing as well lately as he was. But he's still he's still right there. Um. Curry's going to make the All Star game for sure. Damien's going to make the All Star game for sure. Well, th- so there we but go. About Chris Paul? Like oh, he missed he's, a lot of time,
0: but he's a TV show. I, he's a TV know, star. The people saying. know. So,
1: but but uh, you know what? You, the 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 message I would give any of my players who, um, and I, I've had players who weren't All Stars and became All Stars, win games. Like mm-hmm. if you just keep winning games, especially in the postseason. You'll you'll get what you want. I I think it's a stupid yeah. thing to shoot for, but I understand why they want it. It's a to of be course. to be. It's one thing to compete with these guys. It's one thing to be on their team in an All Star game. It's a it's the hell of an and all- you get
0: money incentivized right. to that. Contracts right, are tied right, right. to making All Star teams, right. and you know so I get it. And when your legacy is done, people start reading off your resume. That's one of the things they talk yeah. about. This person's a ten time All. Right. They talk about it, so right. I, I get why guys want to make right. it. All right. Everyone knows my, my favorite non-KD player. Jaren Jackson Jr. J- now, I, I would say everyone knows. I know. <laughs> I, I definitely knew. Listen, he missed the first 16, 17 yeah. games of the season, something good, like that. Good month plus. Good month plus. Already in the top six, seven in total blocks. That's already amazing. After missing all that time. If he had enough games, he'd be the league leader in blocks. He's not game. qualified yet. He, he he's not will qualified for be 700 games yet. Oh, so, yeah. soon enough, he will be. Not only that, David, he's shooting his best from three. He's at He is at his best EPM in his career right now. Number one on the team, actually, ahead of John Morant right now, in estimated plus minus, because of what he does on both ends of the floor. He made all defense last year. I'm just saying, Jaron Jackson Jr., that is a versatile wing. You know, if Anthony Davis ain't playing...
1: It is. All right, so we talked about this the last time we talked about him um, when, I, when I wrote that he's the best prospect in that class over Luca mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I thought he could be Tim Duncan 2.0, which he is now. Mm-hmm. All I meant by that was elite defender, three-point shooter. That's all I meant. That's what Tim mm-hmm. Duncan 2.0 was as a big. Uh, mm-hmm. No one can score on the rim, not very much anyway, when he's in the game defensively, and he can space the floor offensively and, and make plays around the rim, whatever. Uh, I think, I think, I, by the way, to beat Tim Duncan 2.0 requires a lot. Like, a he has lot. a lot more wins he has to do, and I, I don't know that he's the leader. I know he's not the leader Duncan was, but yeah. he's young. It does. I don't think Duncan was that. He had David Robinson for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, amazingly, I probably was wrong because Lucas just so incredible. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, I mean, how many MVPs did Duncan win? Two. He did win two? Okay. I don't know mm-hmm. that Jackson's, well first of all the game was different back then too right game's very different yeah yeah, yeah. he's never going to be the score mb is right And he's not going to be the overall offensive been... player jokic is. right and we're not going to vote for a defense first guy to be MVP ever
0: correct yeah but i will say this defensive epm you know who lead the league in defensive epm jaron jackson jr yeah that memphis grizzlies defense terrible before he before ter- he, when ter- he's terrible out. right he's back oh no was in their top five in the league again Not coincidence, folks. How how, how coincidence? That's what I thought. Twenty
1: three. Yeah, I mean he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He he uh, he's got a shot. I don't. I don't know. Think about all stars at the big spot.
0: Jokic is in. So Jokic is in. Let's assume Davis is not playing. Let's assume Uh, Davis is not playing. Lebron's a four. um, Lebron's a four. Although they do, they do. uh, What's it called? They don't do forwards. They do forwards, so he'll be in the, with the well, forwards. But what
1: is Jackson to be forward, too? Jackson will be a forward. Jack, Jack be a forward so yep. Draymond's not going to make it. Probably yeah. not. He's got a shot. Although he's famous. Draymond's famous, though. He, he is, but he's, he's averaging five points a game. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> – I, I mean it. I think he's – look look it up. <laughs> no, I is, think it's five points not, a game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> so yeah, I think Jackson's got a shot. He's yeah, got a and, shot. And, and if they're – what are they in the West? They're
0: right behind right, – uh, Two or three. Denver. Half game behind Denver. So.
1: Having him and John in the games together is, is not, you know, it seems like it's fair.
0: Well, let's stay in the West and talk about this guy because he's someone who might snag a forward spot. Plays out in Utah. We saw him play for team filling in Eurobasket. Laurie Markkinen. Look, you know my love language. Tall dudes who can shoot. That's Laurie Markkinen. He's playing. He's I, didn't, awesome I didn't think basketball. he was shooting so good,
1: though. Is he, it might be up now. He can really shooting, play. Shooting's gotten better. He can really yeah, play. Shooting's gotten better. Um, really I does. think Sabonis has a chance to be an all-star. As well, a big, over over, <laughs> no, that, that's over mm-hmm. Jackson Jr.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. um, uh, Lori's shooting 43% from three Is he right up to so 43? He's, wow, he's yep, killing it. Okay, because he, took, he was not shooting right well now. early. Their team isn't doing Six, as well. 68 true shooting, 63 effective field goal percentage. That's incredible. Right Their team isn't doing it well. No.
1: But yeah, he's, so the list of guys that I'll be, I'm writing about Tyrese and and the horde of players making the jump. I think we might call it something like the jump. We're, we don't know yet. I have to write it first, then we'll title it. But um, he's on the list. Laurie yeah. is. Yeah, we saw it this summer, and he's yes. maintained it, even the different team. He's, you know. But I don't think Cleveland's apologizing because Donovan Mitchell's is no.
0: fucking killing
1: it. He... There's an all-star guard for sure.
0: But here's the: How did you not be able to figure out how to make Laurie work where you were? You know, like that's that's the that's the thing. And Chicago, I guess, failed on that too. Yeah, yeah. what the Bulls. Yeah, folks.
1: well, it goes back to it's a coach's league. And you can be a good coach and still fail in some respects and not get guys to play well, um, but they wanted Donovan, and I, I I wouldn't argue with them. I think I think having the dynamic guard mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. pair with those two other bigs is better than the yeah. the dynamic three.
0: Yeah, and and he obviously you know Markin does not aid on defense the way that you know Mobley and Allen do, but Markin is not a terrible defender. No, he's actually. a big like, dude.
1: Um, yep. But Donovan is just such an elite scorer. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and a killer in the playoffs.
0: And is only 25, so I have yeah. to imagine for, for Danny, he's part of their rebuild, I imagine. Like he's going to keep – or you don't know. So you, think so like you asked –
1: the question, the question is that. What, what is he? To me, the answer is, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Make us an offer. Right? Okay. Okay. We, we, I think to your point, we can build around him. He ain't 28. Right. And on the other hand, if so like 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 what if I'm just playing a game here, what if OKC gave up some of their young guys in picks to add Lori to Shea? Yeah. So there, oh. there's your number one or number two in Shea, and there's your number right. three, if if you look at it that way, now I gotta mm-hmm. get myself uh, you know, another wing or a five mm-hmm. and I got I got a team here. Like that wouldn't su- yeah. they, they can make that happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shay and yeah. he are about the same age, a year apart, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Utah, you know, Utah's not going to trade him for just one pick; they'll
0: right. want more. Right. Um, and if yeah. you don't,
1: all right, we're we'll we'll stand pat with him. He's just twenty-five.
0: And and it, let's say they start tanking and they get a Victor. You try to pair Victor and together. I mean,
1: together. Gerard, we're going to have a hell of a month of June. <laughs> yes. Because we're going to have the NBA finals, which very well could be as competitive as any we've had. We've had some really mm-hmm. competitive ones. Of Last year was competitive. But yes, was. this this I mean, with just so many even teams. So we could have that, but running in the background like a computer program that never shuts off, who's getting Victor? Mm-hmm. It's going to be who and what are you trading? I mean, I don't think anyone's going to trade the pick for it. We'll no. know who's doing it. So now we're speculating what else, right? Yeah. What else are they going to do? The team that gets Victor wants to win in year one. I really think they'll do that.
0: So, you know, what's so interesting about that, right? We do the whole, what Victor's potential ceiling is, right? Versus what is here right now. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Would a team. So basically what I'm asking is the the number one uh, pick, which will be Victor. Would you trade that? for any of the established young, clearly best players in the league right now? So you're talking Giannis, Luka, Jokic. Would you trade the one, so the Victor pick for any of those three? I think some teams may, might, right? Because that's a, I know what Luka, Giannis, and 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 uh, Jokic are right now. I think I know what Victor might be, but I know what those three are. The, I
1: like how you're thinking, but my guess is, uh, if, Teams are going to think about the the way they can make money on potential. Mm-hmm. You trade for one of those other guys and things don't work out in a year. Well, you got to pivot potentially. You get Victor, you got yourself, you you always can say, well, he's just a rookie. Not right. True. But it might yeah. be he scores 20 a game because he can shoot so well and be an impact Rudy Gobert with a jump shot, right? With a three. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so I would think no one's gonna no one's gonna trade. So then the question is. Well then, what are you doing? Because if you want, if you really want Victor to go global, because I think mm-hmm. he's partly mm-hmm. the way there now. I'm not an For expert sure. on that kind of stuff. I'm an expert on basketball, and he's really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want him to go global? You make some moves to give yourself a chance in the playoffs. His first year,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that'd be incredible. Yeah,
1: seeing him in the postseason in year one, like the that'd Bron didn't huge. do that.
0: Huge. That'd be huge. That'd be like a the Duncan make the playoffs in year one. I yeah, because like he, he had David
1: Robinson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that uh, team was I, I, good. I, I, and then David broke his leg or whatever, broke his arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the team against Victor, I think he'd be thinking, well, let's let's see if we can't try to get him into round two, round three in year one. Doesn't mean we like will. That. I've no idea how good he's going to be in year one. I, I, I like that. I expect that he's going to be good.
0: Yeah, but we, we don't know. Um, let's round out the rest of our potential first-time All-Stars. This is a team that's starting to play better now. Um, and he's a big reason why. Tyler Hero on the Miami Heat. He had a game winner the other day. It was a cold sure fucking did. shot.
1: He's a very sure good did. offensive player. Excellent yeah, offensive uh, player. I would take Tyrese over him. But um, we've got how long do we have? A month before they make the decision.
0: Uh, I mean, voting already started yeah. for like the starters. I mean, what, so, when, but yeah, so up, so the starters
1: happened. are voted, and then what happens? How do you get the reserves? And
0: in? and they'll have a pool of reserves, and then the uh, the coaches uh, will select the, the coaches.
1: The coaches of the team. But the uh, coaches all I, vote, maybe? I think it's co- the, the
0: coaches in the league all that vote. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, makes and sense. And that, that fills out the rest of the roster, yeah. I mean, look, expand it to, I mean, if all NBA is 15, make All-Star 15. That way, you know, so you, cause there's always going to be a guy or two at the bubble. You're like, damn But they don't do that. They made you 12. It. 24 12, total. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it's, it is what it is, yeah. man. You know? You right. can't, can't have this thing I, going I
1: on. Could, I, I will tell you right now, I won't be watching. I may be with you, just so you know. I'm not saying anything Ooh. else. But we're, what I won't be doing is sitting in Clearwater, <laughs> Florida, watching that game. I can
0: promise you that. <laughs> we, we might be doing some other things. Right, <laughs> okay. right. um, last person, we just talked about him, SGA. Um, yeah. He is, I mean, my guys, after 30 a night, he's top seven, top eight in EPM. I mean, he is, we talked about him all season long. We'd love to see him on a team that like actually is going to make the playoffs and be good um okay he's not there yet they're not that's not where they're tra- no, but, heading towards but
1: don't you think that he he's so good now that he overwhelms the the argument of the team sucks
0: oh he does okay. yes i the, don't know any all stars but
1: that's what i would cuz the team doesn't
0: actually no, they're okay. suck they're okay like they're okay right they're right.
1: Okay. they could be trending given night i think he's right. an all star just because yeah. everyone has to recognize wow yeah he's... just do something else yeah
0: so clippers right again this is the whole idea of like I'm trading for something established, whatever. All right. So you get your Paul George because you because you want to get Kawhi. Well, that hasn't really worked out for you guys because Kawhi's been hurt and you haven't really advanced to where you want. Are you sure it was the right idea to give up Shea if you're into the Clippers? I just watched them play.
1: They lost a great game to the Pacers, mm-hmm. but they were healthy and still lost. And Kawhi and Paul George were great and they still lost. There's something... And Zubac is great and they still lost. Um... Terrence Mann is is an energy guy. Luke Carr is a great shooter, and they still lost. Yeah. yeah. But Kawhi didn't have a great game. He had great, I think a great half. No, he had a great third quarter. Uh, but I think he's starting to get it back. Paul George was good. He's starting to get it back. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But those guys are going to fight for all stars, too. Well, Paul George, I think, will make it
0: yeah probably, well, that, we'll that go goes it back to the points. whole idea of yeah. famous yeah. people yeah. Right. right like famous people will get voted and that that is the challenge all right folks stay tuned we'll be back uh after this short commercial break this episode of true hoop is brought to you by better hey guys gerard from true hoop here if you had an extra hour in your day what would you do it's a hell of a question would you maybe go for a run take a nap read a book or maybe show up for a friend now depending on the day any one of those would be a great idea most of us spend our lives wishing we had more time, but the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Now, I've been open in the past with you guys about this. I see a personal therapist, as well as a couples therapist for my partner and I, and both are extremely helpful in developing positive coping skills and learning how to set boundaries. Okay, David, I wanted to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, They've slid to third in the East, um, but, you know, still obviously playing outstanding basketball. Defensively, they're number two or three in the NBA. Still playing outstanding defense. Brooke Lopez has been great. Giannis, the whole nine, we know the deal. Should we be a little concerned about Chris Middleton and his injuries? And I ask because as much as Giannis is the fulcrum, and he's that battering ram, and Drew Holiday – and the more I watch Drew Holiday, he has perfected that step back three now. Like he's he's gotten really good at it. But in the tightest moments, Chris Middleton is still, I think, their most important offensive player because when things break down, he's a guy that can get you a shot in isolation uh and score. And he's just, you know, it was the wrist in the offseason, it's the knee now. Like ugh. should you be concerned if you're yeah, like Milwaukee Bucks they my, about that? They were
1: my pick preseason to win it all. Um, yeah, uh, concerned is the right word. Uh, they need Chris. Simple as that. They need Chris. So whatever you have to do to make sure he's healthy in the playoffs, you should do. And if you lose, and they're, they've been bad recently, I think they're four and six or last ten. they yeah, not good. They're shooting it terribly. But I, they are. They're they're like the old, you know, the adage of playing with their food kind of team. They, uh, <laughs> but I, I think it's by design to some degree. Giannis is still taking too many outside shots. Um, they they haven't figured that out still. Amazingly enough, they teach him how to shoot. Um, he just can't do it, but he's still trying. Can't get better shoot without trying to shoot. Um, but uh, he can change his. We've seen him transition into beast mode as a, as just a score in the rim. So my guess is he he still has that in his game when it
0: matters. Yeah. So we we you mentioned that you know they've been struggling of late, and they have offensively they've been lackluster, yeah. right? I mean, like they're I'm trying to pull up their offensive numbers right now. They're twenty third in offense, which is just ugly, right? Like that's just That's very putrid for a team that good. And, you know, Giannis, if you look closely, coach, at Giannis's numbers, of course, everything raw is still amazing. 32, 12, and 6, basically, which is outstanding. But I was kind of digging deep a little bit. And, you know, his efficiency has waned quite a bit. Like, this is his worst uh, season efficiency-wise in six years. Like, he's only shooting 68% at the rim, which you're like, oh, 68% is great. I'm like, not for him, it's not. That's low for him. He's usually in the high 70s. Mid-range, he's terrible, 31%, but last year it was 41%. And at three, he's shooting 25%. And the other telltale sign, free throws, down to 65% again after being up until the low 70s last year. I don't know what it is. I'm wondering, is it, to your point, playing with your food, like let me just save some energy until late in the season comes, then I'll go back to battering Ram or hammering, hammer dunking everything and killing people at the rim because I can't do this all. This all is going to be the,
1: the test, we'll see, because that's, the, 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 the thought is that's probably what are they, a little bored. It's, it's hard. Um, you know, I referenced it was the Miami football team before. The one thing I will say that I, I root for Florida teams. Mm-hmm. So even though I went to Florida, I rooted for everyone. When they play each other, it's a little different, but every against every, I hate everyone else. <laughs> now I hate Florida too, <laughs> but I didn't then. Um, if Miami's in the SEC, they ain't winning five championships right. because right. The, the challenges get up every single week. Even you play a bad team on the road, except for Vanderbilt, there's 90,000 people there. It's the yeah. only thing going on. Uh, it's just – it's easier to do that when you were in Miami back then. Not that those teams weren't great. They were. Uh, it's the hardest thing to get up. Giannis's fire is such a big part of who he is. It's just year after year after year when you can't shoot. You've got to bring that edge. And I just think he doesn't always have it. He's so amazing. The numbers numbers great, but, yeah, he's not – Locked in as much as he has been,
0: yeah, for sure. You know, I, I just you know, so that that's something that bears watching. But you could easily see this team kind of turn it on right later this month and rip off like ten of twelve, and you're like, oh, bucks are fine, <laughs> right? Like that's just that's kind of how, how how we see that going. um A team that we talked about at the beginning of the season, of course, as everyone did, because they the trade for Rudy Gobert was just so massive and it warped the whole trade market. Um, is the Timberwolves and Yes, I got the cat injury, but they've just been funky, right? Like at, at, all year, just something just doesn't look right over there. I don't know what it is. Is it coaching? Is it Anthony Edwards not taking another leave? Gobert's defensive numbers are down across the board. Like he's still a good defender, but not DPOI level, Rudy Gobert. Um, it's just you get weird comments coming out from certain guys. It's just uh, the vibes don't seem great in minnesota and what do you think about what's going on in in in, uh the twin cities
1: can you tell what the comments were
0: (laughs) oh so the when anthony edwards he did a game winner or he's talking about some kind of food that he eats and cats like oh you know guys shouldn't be eating like burgers or whatever just like odd like sniping you know and it's like okay like are you mad at him like is that what but you're being passive aggressive i don't know. know it's just and then the Rudy Gobert thing, you know, I know how to play with the big Uh, Anthony Edwards says, I'm like, yeah, but you're not playing well with this big. So what's that about? Like, I I
1: think I wrote an article about them to start the season. I wrote them when the trade happened. Like I understood why Tim Connolly did it. I I, I don't remember saying I thought it was the right move and it gave up a lot, but I understood why, why he did it. Like there is an argument for we're going to be relevant and without it, we really couldn't be relevant. As it, it, it turns out, it probably was a disastrous trade. Disastrous trade. Uh, and, but I, uh, in the piece that I wrote, I included that this is really a, a referendum on Anthony Edwards. Like, if he mm-hmm. makes yes, the yes. jump, mm-hmm. then it all makes some sense. But if he doesn't make the jump and your best players are your two big guys and everyone else is just okay, that's a, that's a problem. It's very problematic. And it's just hard. It's why it's why I voted for Luca and John Moran as most improved two years in a row. The last two years, they went from being great to elite. That's the hardest so jump.
0: It, yeah. Okay. I was just gonna. I was just gonna. Get, I'm so glad yeah. you mind, Mel. We think alike. That to you, that's the hardest jump, right? From I'm a good player to now being I'm an elite great
1: player. Well, no. Well, I would make it. I'm a. I'm an, a borderline all star, all star, to elite all NBA level player. I think that's the hardest okay. jump. That's just the fewest amount of them. I don't think it's a hard jump to go from not playing in a rotation to playing in the rotation. That might just be who's in front of you. Coach doesn't like you. Coach likes someone else for more. And I just got to not throw the ball to the bad guys. I got to box out. I got to race the court, make some shots here and there, not turn the ball over. You know, I, I should be okay. I just don't think that's nearly as hard as what Ja and Luca did to go from where they were to where they were the following year. That, to me, is the hardest thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And so the bet, as we said at the time, was that yeah. Edwards was going to make he's that leap. Make now, leap. He's still young. Yeah. He's got time, but so far we haven't seen that leap this this first half of the, of the right. year.
1: Right. So yeah, so Bears watching, yeah. uh, but yeah. I think to your point, I think it's more than just any one problem. There's a coaching yeah. issue. There's a chemistry issue.
0: Yeah, it's just they a, just it's seem not, it's weird messy. and funky. It's messy, yeah. And the thing is, they made the playoffs last year, so in many ways, I'm like, why did you think you need to tinker with that and, and screw around? Like,
1: God. Uh, yeah, you know what? What have I said before? When we have success, as human nature, as humans, we tend to get um casual, mm-hmm. but we also tend to get arrogant. Mm-hmm. So Tim Connolly had some success in Denver, got paid a billion dollars. Whatever he got paid to go to Minnesota, and I think he might have felt like, "Oh, this is a genius move." You'll see. All right, we will see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I'm not judging him after one year. Right. Yeah.
0: So, so far, it's not working so well. Mr. I know Bradley. Utah's yeah. not
1: complaining. I don't agree with Utah. I'm, hate, I
0: hate I Utah for this.
1: I want Donovan <laughs> Mitchell and Bruno Gobert yeah. together.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. So good. That that couldn't work. I, I don't know. Um, speaking of outstanding play, like we mentioned uh, making that leap. Luka Doncic has been on yeah. a tear, coach. 60-point yeah. triple doubles. 50-point out. I mean, right he just. 50, yeah. The, the, the well, he had a 62 point triple double a week ago, and he had 50 last night, 50 plus last night. I mean, he's he's out of control right now, scoring the basketball. He is he's number one in EPM by a tenth, a hundredth of a point, or a tenth of a point, excuse me, over Nikola Jokic. Which, by the way, man, that that MVP race, whoo, Luka's not gonna have enough wins, I don't think, for it to matter is what it's gonna come down to. I just, and this is why we're talking about it. How, what are we to make of this like scoring barrage and output? It's great for him. Is this great for the Dallas Mavericks? I say no. I mean, it's 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 not a great solution
1: in the postseason because uh to do that when teams can really lock in on you every game is is another step. Uh and so no, I don't think it's the best thing for them. Yeah.
0: And I feel like they're a team that has to be looking at the trade deadline, right? And be For like, sure. we gotta maybe do something here. Yeah. What that something is, I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they need they need um, more
1: help scoring in the paint. Christian Woods on his own with that. Powell doesn't score there, and Cleaver mm-hmm. is just a more of a shooter. Right. Um, yeah, you
0: know the creator, yeah, the secondary creator. Yeah.
1: Getting getting more scoring, but getting more scoring help as a big uh, or a guard would would be helpful.
0: I mean, I think you are kind of seeing the missing. The, the missing Jalen Brunson piece here, right? right. The, I think you're because that's what he was, especially with that second unit. It's like, all right, Jalen, you run that, right. you run the show, and you can even when they share the court, you can move Luca off ball yeah. a little bit, right? Like and have Jalen uh, initiate some of the offense. Right. This is it bears watching. Right. I, you know, look what Luca's doing is phenomenal. Uh, I, I did see this this metric though, his three point shot quality, however, atrocious, yeah. <laughs> like the worst in the Terrible league shots by far, all the time. By far, yeah. <laughs> and it's not even close. Like it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, you watch the I game. Saw you, the I chart. tell you that you're I like, saw that chart. oh, yeah. he stands out <laughs> of everybody. Yeah. yeah. But you know, listen, he, great player still finds way to ways to make things work, and he's still doing the thing. So you know, is what it is. Uh, let's wrap here. They had a great matchup last night. Two two best teams in each conference, record wise anyway. Nuggets and the Celtics. Nuggets look good in that game. Uh, Nikola Jokic. I mean, what, what, what are we gonna say about this dude? I mean, still the best player in the world, right? According to Coach Thorpe. Um, I mean, it's just he is what he does not just scoring, whatever you how he impacts his skill, the entire his passing, team. Is scoring, everything, seeing the game, directing guys, yes, passing guys open. I, but my favorite thing about Jokic, coach, is when I watch him, he'll point to a spot he wants a player to go to, a teammate. And if they don't go to it right away, it's like, especially a young guy like, or a guy who doesn't play yeah. with them long, like Bruce Brown or something. He's like, what? No, no, no. Go there. And the guy's like, but I don't... Why there? That's not where the thing is. You go there. Oh, shit. You pass somebody else. Why don't... Like, he just fucking knows, bro. Wherever he tells you to go, just go there. Okay? He's, he's like, playing chess. He sees yeah, something. Yes. <laughs> <chess>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he sees something you don't see. Just go there. You'll get the ball back where you want it, and you'll score. Promise. Yeah, he's, he... Like... He's
1: amazing. And, you know, uh, people I know, like I'm part of group chats on Facebook with all coaches, and they're all bent out of shape that the world's best players are international, you know.
0: That's, I, I, that's awesome. That's great for us. Course, I, yeah, I, think I agree. I
1: said the same thing. He was born in Serbia, but if Serbia had a monopoly on player development, we'd have more Jokic's. Right, but we He's don't. He's one of one. <laughs> <Right>. He is <laughs> extraordinary. Yeah. So I love good. watching him. So play. good. I love so
0: he he was awesome last night 32 12 and 12 something of that nature they won um a pretty convincing win for them by the way um against a, a good celtics team um uh, but there was an issue in the game um robert williams the who's back for the celtics bet the rim on a dunk and it came to stop because the they didn't notice wasn't it leveling. right away either they yeah. did not um and robert said i didn't even know so my team said you broke the rim man <laughs> oh sorry my bad okay so you would think in the NBA in 2023, modern times, oh, we got 75 rims in the garage. Let's go down and get one, bring it out, do the whole thing. Take us five minutes. No. no. 35 minutes delay. And we got guys coming out. Is it level? Is it not? The players are all standing around going, what are we doing? Jokic is just like jogging on this. I got to stay warm, after man. Game, this is they crazy. Said it wasn't level. It wasn't fit. And, and it, yeah. And Jalen Brown said, I don't think it was still yeah. level after all that. Uh, but that's a larger uh, point. Yeah to preparedness that you wanted to talk about as a coach and as someone who cares about the sport as a whole, right? And how we need to approach things.
1: Yeah, just very quickly on that. The, uh, the, our athletes are as dedicated as any athletes ever. Remember, in the 50s, they were smoking cigarettes and whatever, it worked for them. These guys Drink are- Drinking beer at halftime. A- yeah, the, yeah, right. These guys are locked in all the time. Um, we need to have employees for these teams to be the same. It, it seems weird to me that you didn't know it took you that long to get the rim up. That's that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they were as efficient as possible. And it was still 35 minutes, but it's not a good product.
0: You know, I'm worried that every <laughs> every young person that went to that game they never wants to go back well, again. I, I was just gonna say to you, you had a matchup against potentially the two two top seeds or two of two of the MVP front runners, right? Oh, and Tatum, right. that yeah, and the two top Nicole seeds, Jokic, and the two, and right. probably
1: the top two MVP getters right now.
0: And if you're a 13 year old. I know. I mean, I don't. I don't know many thirteen-year-old kids, but I'm going to guess if any thirteen-year-old kid was watching that game at home, the minute that happened, they got up and left and didn't come sure. back to the game. Yeah.
1: I would argue you're right.
0: And and this is right. This is a, this is a television product, right? We've got to keep eyeballs locked in on what we love and what we're doing here. And we, you know, this is something that needs to be better, right? Again, it, it's 2023. How are they not? How is the process for when the rim breaks? Because no one didn't just thought of this right. yesterday. It, it's going to happen, right? Here's our process. Here's how we do it. Right? It's every yeah. every building you know has an evacuation plan. Right. This, this is what you May do. Be. There's contingencies. May be with the NBA's program, <laughs> always. <Yeah. laughs> how does this not happen sooner? Anyway, that's just something that worth worth paying attention to. All right, folks. Uh, that was our first episode of 2023. Happy to be back. We'll be back on Thursday talking more stuff. Should be good games this week. Everybody to tune into. I'm sure something will happen that'll be super exciting. Oh my God! Did you see that? We'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it uh, on Thursday. Until next time, everybody. Take care.